You are listening to the In Perspective Weekly Podcast with Bob Branco and Peter Outchul. Hi, everybody, and welcome once again to In Perspective. My name is Bob Branco for episode 308, dated Friday, May 12th, 2023. I'm pleased, as always, to have Peter Outchul, co-host, friend, colleague, how are you, Peter? What's going on today? Uh, we're doing fine, apart from the fact my headphones aren't working. Uh, uh, and it's uh, summer in Missouri. Yeah, it's 85 degrees and humid. Welcome to May in Missouri. Exactly. Well, we got to 83 here today anyway. So, um, again, Peter, thank you for sending the weather that you have up this way. We very much appreciate it. I'm so does sure. my guest. So does All our right. guest. Our guest lives in this area, too, so he appreciates it. I'm sure. Right. I want to thank those people who make it possible for In Perspective to be aired. We have Raymond Gay, our editor and producer. Thank you for what you do. Tom and Lynn from Rosie's Place Chatline. Thank you for what you do, airing our programs on Reading Door 15. Jacqueline Sylvia, our website designer. She archives our shows on my website, www.brancoevents.com. And our media outlets, thank you for what you do oh, as well. And I was waiting for Peter's comment there. I, I, oh, merci, Jackie. Sorry. There you go. That's merci, all right. Merci, 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 Jackie. <laughs> Today we're here with Dana Yarbo. Now, Dana Yarbo is a blind self-defense teacher and instructor. In fact, I've had the honor of learning a few things from Dana myself at one of our local vision support group meetings. So I know firsthand what Dana can do, but he's done a lot more than that. So I don't want to steal his thunder. Dana, it's a real pleasure and honor to have you back with us on In Perspective. You were on back in 2018. How have you been? Very good. Very good. Life is great. Well, you know, Dana, it's a tough world out there. And what you do is you help people out. You don't want anybody victimized by some people that we have here in society today. So you want to make sure that we're well protected and well-rounded. And this is why you offer the service that you offer. Tell us a little bit about it and how long you've done this line of work. Uh, okay. I started my self-defense classes in 1968. Uh, my first sensei was William Mazzarelli. And uh, I also went to high school with him. Uh, and uh, at that time, I just wasn't into it. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was a boxer, you know, all of my life. And uh, in 1968, I was a chef at the Holiday Inn, and uh, for a break, I went downstairs into the dining room, which was unoccupied, and I saw this gentleman. Actually, when I went into the room, I heard breathing, uh, and uh, by listening, I could tell the person was exerting themselves. And I walked a little closer, 
and uh, I found out it was my dishwasher. And uh, I knew that he had a visual problem. And uh, I got a little closer, uh, and uh, I just sat a while, and I listened, and finally I said to him, uh, what are you doing? And he said, kata. And not being familiar with the term, I said, what is a kata? And he said, well, it's a preset of moves to enhance your balance, your body form, and uh, it strengthens your mind. And uh, I said, wow, that's pretty cool. And I left it at that. The following day, he came up to me and he said to me, my sensei would like to talk to you. And I said, well, what's a sensei? And he said, uh, my teacher. And uh, I said, okay. And he told me where he was located. And it was on my way home, and I stopped in. And when I did, uh, it was my first look at a formal class. Uh, I, I sat there for about a half an hour. And when the class was over, the sensei came over and started talking to me and how you been and this and that. And I said, uh, pretty good. He said, well, you look like you gained a little few pounds and stuff and you need to work out. And I said, well, yeah, it's, you know. And uh, he said, why don't you come by tomorrow? And uh, I said, okay. And that was the start of my Martial arts introduction. So you had psych I trained back with then. him. I had, yes. I had, well, I was considered legally blind. Uh, I had vision, but it was really bad. But if I was close enough, I, I could see the moves, you know. Uh, and, uh, It, it was something I thought was beautiful uh, because I could recognize the control. I could recognize the, it was like an art form to me, like ballet. And uh, I wanted to learn. It, it was that, that, that's the way it hit me. I want, I want to learn this. I want this. And, uh, I studied with uh, Sensei Mazzarelli, who is passed on, uh, for uh, three years. Uh, I rose to the rank of brown belt, and uh, I then left Mr. Mazzarelli, and uh, I studied with his first black belt. Uh, Robert Raposa. Now, when I first started, I started with Kashi Kempo was the name of the style. Uh, when I left Maz Mr. Mazzarelli, 
Robert Raposa was studying and training in Gojiru, which in Okinawan means hot, soft style. Uh, I studied with uh, Mr. Raposa until I got my black belt. And uh, I trained with him for about two years. And then I went off on my own. Uh, and uh, I've just never stopped training, you know. Uh, along the way, I've met three other senseis, uh, Jack Leonardo, who was my Aikido teacher, uh, and Anthony Cherigotis, who was both my Aikido teacher and my sword teacher. You're mentioning uh, a lot of terms here, Aikido, and there were two other terms that you mentioned. I'm wondering oh, if you could explain, and... explain briefly what they are for the benefit of some of our listeners who are not aware of these terms. Okay. All right. Uh, Gojuru, I've been training in the longest. That That's uh, kind of a love of mine. Uh, Gojuru is Ichiru. Kung Fu, and Shri Naate, which is the heart. Ichiru is Kung Fu, it's soft. Uh, Shri and Naate is hard, thus the blending of hard, soft style, Goju. Uh, Akito uh, is also a self-defense technique. It's The philosophy of uh, Aikido or Aikido is you are the center of the universe and you let everything come at you. Uh, in Aikido, you more or less defend the 8 to 10 inch perimeter around your body. So it is more a defensive art. And my last love is Mushin Jikadin Ru. Uh, it is sword. Uh, and some people call it Iaido. I've been studying Iaido now for almost 12 years. Uh, if I had to describe it, it is the ancient art of the fast draw of the samurai sword. You mentioned hard versus soft. Uh, what is hard that? Hard and soft. Correct. Sorry, hard and soft. For, uh, what does that mean? What, what, what is hard and soft? Oh, oh, okay. The softness is what we call riding the wind or blowing with your moves. Uh, the the flowing with your moves and making your moves nonstop, not stop and go, stop and go, stop and go. It's it's a flow of your body rhythm. The hard or ju uh, 
is Okinawan style. It is Japanese. It is uh, penetrating moves, uh, not stopping at a object. It is more or less going through, almost like uh, you would if you were breaking a board or a brick. It is the same thing, but it's, it is the blending of both goju, the hot and the soft. There's a time to be soft. There's a time to be hard. Uh, uh, and it's like in, in, in Chinese yin and yang or in Japanese inyo. Uh, if, if, if you were riding the wind or going up into a crane stance, or blocking the move, okay, that would be soft. As you block the move and then you strike, that would be hard. So it's 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 a blending of both of your moves. Uh, an easy way to say it in goju is balance. You're not going too far this way. You're not going too far that way. Uh, but it's also balance of the mind and body because they both work together. The mind retains the knowledge, the body carries it out. So um, uh, th this session is, uh, we're, we're talking about self-defense. Um, what is yeah. self-defense? What, you know, no. okay. yeah, yeah, what is self-defense? My version, my version and the version of most of my senses is protecting oneself. Uh, uh, the word the word karate means open hand, no weapon. Okay, although a, a, a lot of weapons are used in the martial arts, but a lot of the weapons that are used are actually bomb implements, like chucks and pompers and different things. Those were farm tools that were used and because in certain countries that were sub subjugated, weapons were not allowed. So to defend oneself against uh, overwhelming odds, farmers took up their tools of the trade, so to speak, and use them to defend themselves. But when you didn't have any tools, it was just your hands and your feet. Uh, Self-defense was first brought to the Orient, I, I'm going to say, by Prince Bahami of India. He was a prince uh, and uh, he also was a great dancer. And through his dance moves, he learned different kicks and different strikes. He became really proficient at it. He then traveled to China and he studied, because he was a religious person, he studied with a Shaolin priest. 
And he was instrumental in teaching the original Shaolin priests to kick, to strike, to do different things. And like anything else, the Shaolin priests simply uh, took his basics and improved on it. And that's that's where karate originated. But like in, in, in my system and most systems, in my system we have a motto, we train not to fight. Uh, that's it. But if, if you have knowledge and it, it comes to a crisis situation, that knowledge will come out. Uh, but it, it, it's going to come out in a self-defense mode. So, um, in, in, in my, go ahead. So, uh, uh, just to in, sort of, go ahead, I'm sorry. In, in martial arts, you have three options. Stop, to hurt, and in a real, real, real crisis situation, you, through training, you've developed the ability to kill. I mean, that, but, but, but again, I don't stress the killing part of martial arts. It, 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 what, what, what you want to remember is I do, like in Mushin, you can rule the sword or Akito or even Gojuru. I, I, I do an art that is hundreds of years old. And back then, they, not that they weren't civilized, but when they defended themselves from time to time against highwaymen, they, they, they used their arts to kill. So, uh, self-defense is, as he says, is protecting yourself from from harm, right? From hurt. From hurt. From harm, exactly. Right. Yes. So, um, you talked about stop versus hurting versus killing. Um, and I'm thinking about the average person, you know, uh, who, who lives, uh, who live our lives doing whatever it is we do. And we run into circumstances that we find ourselves in uncomfortable, uncomfortable spaces. Um, and, and obviously don't have the training that, that you've been doing for many years. Um, talk to us about the kinds of things we should be thinking about doing um, when we find ourselves in a situation that we think might be uh, might be a little bit dangerous. Okay, all right. The first rule self defense is awareness. Okay, if you're not aware, you're going to get caught off guard, and bad stuff happens. Or bad things happen to you. You don't walk around looking around corners and jumping in and all of that because training gives you confidence, it gives you knowledge, but more than anything else, it gives you confidence because you can't always be around a big brother. 
if if you're younger, you can't always be around your parents. And as far as I'm concerned, and what I've been taught is this. If you bought a brand new house, you'd put insurance on it. If you bought a brand new car, you'd put insurance on it. Anything of value, you're going to try to make sure nothing happens to it. Well, what's more valuable than your life or the life of your loved ones? So training and knowledge gives you the uh, know-how to be able to deal with a crisis situation. You're not going to get caught off guard and get into a bad situation uh, uh, it, okay, it, 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 it's a little difficult because as a teacher, there are certain things that I teach a beginner, okay? There are certain things I teach a mid-student or an advanced student, okay? But it's, 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 if I had to give advice it would be this uh, everyone needs to think about because in our society we don't carry guns we don't carry knives you need to think about your health okay in, in martial arts, everything to me is the goal. If you train, you, the byproducts of training are you're going to be healthy. Uh, there's a good chance that because you train, uh, you're probably going to live a long time, right? Because you're hot. Everything else is the way it should be. Uh, any doctor will tell you, you know, running is good. Playing basketball is good. Football, even golf, because you're exercising. Uh, in 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 training or martial arts, you're doing all of those things, but at the same time you're looking down the road and you're doing things and you're learning things that if a crisis situation arises, you're going to make good judgments. That's, I think, what's most important. You know, you don't ignore your hearing. You, you don't ignore the sound that you thought you heard. Okay. And then you keep on walking, you keep on walking, you hear it again and you ignore it and you keep on walking along, all of a sudden, bam, something happens. Well, your awareness, without you realizing it, was, was, was sending a message to you. You know, even though, even the average person that doesn't train, okay? So you need to act on, without you realizing the survival skills that you have. When you train, you just enhance those skills. 
Dana, I recall several years ago when you were teaching, I believe it was Aikido for a little while at yeah. the Vision Group. Yep. You taught us for about a half an yep. hour. My yeah. question is, what adjustments do blind students have to make via your training? I mean, obviously, we're not going to be able to visualize a lot of things. So what do you no, recommend no. That how we adjust and 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 adapt ourselves well okay well you you may be visually impaired but you have ears yes and as you train or you exercise without you realizing it your hearing is is not stop it doesn't stop unless you're sleeping okay so you can hear the rustling of clothes you can hear a person breathing Okay. Also, if, if, if I or another sensei was teaching, okay, a visually impaired person, you more or less touch them, have them move their hands in a certain way, uh, almost like someone would do in uh, yoga. Okay. Uh, and uh, it, it 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 depends on on the on the person. Some people have a strong drive because they l- like or love something to do it, and the stronger that drive is, the more successful the person is going to be. I have what I call my three A's and my three D's. Okay. And my three A's are my attitude, not my aptitude, determines my altitude. And my three D's are desire, dedication, and discipline. Uh, If if, if you want to do something, by all means, I don't care if you have one arm, one leg, whatever, give it a shot. Try it. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, A a lot of people miss out on life because not that they lack confidence, but they don't try things because they figure, I can't do this. I can't do that. Uh, You know, I can't see. So, uh, I, I, you know, I... Every once in a while, I run into somebody and they'll say to me, well, how, how could you be a chef? How could you be a martial artist? How could, because I try hard. Okay, that, that's, that's about the best thing I can say is I try hard. And if, 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 if I try something and it, it, it's really, really difficult, then, then I'm going to try a little harder. In fact, Dana, in, you were in the, my mind. You were right. the head chef at the university that I graduated from. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and 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 that's that's what I mean. Some people, well, how can you do this? How can you do that? Well, because it's what I want to do. Uh, it, it, it's what I want to try. When I when I was growing up, there were a few jobs that a visually impaired person could do. And one of the jobs I found 
I was really good at was cooking. You know, uh, my hands worked. I, I, I had a, uh, a great palate. Uh, I had a sense of smell. I had developed a good memory. So once I heard a recipe, it was in my head. Okay. So from then on, it was just, if I know the formula, okay, it's so much water, it's so much flour, okay, it's so much oil, or it's so much margarine, and it was easy. <laughs> it was easy. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just retired from UMass Dartmouth after 43 years, and my last five years, the majority of the things I did was teach. You know, I worked for Marriott for 30 years. 30, I'm sorry, 35 years. And uh, we had chefs from all over the world come to the university and spend a month or two uh, teaching us the right way to make curry, this, that, and everything else. And, you know, I've been to two schools besides that. And uh, it, uh, life isn't as hard as, some people make it. Uh, once I found out, well, you know what? When I, when I was boxing, you know what? I, I can move. I can stay away from this guy. And sooner or later, he's going to make a mistake. And when he does, I'm going to be on him. Okay? Not to beat him, but simply to stop him from beating me. And that's where self-defense first came to me in boxing and then it just went over to martial arts and it's the best thing I ever did. Peter, my, my do you introduction have... to martial that, that was your introduction to it. Yes, indeed. Peter, yes. do you have any uh, questions before I open it up to participants? I yeah, I, I, yeah. So, so I want to get back. I want to get back to this whole, this whole idea of self-defense and, and I realized that, you know, uh, it's hard to sort of give a sort of an overview without me being in the room with you, you know, uh, yes. uh, but, but help, help, help us beginners out. We, you, you talked about self-defense being first observant of what's going on around you and, and, and trusting your subconscious, right? You talked about we're listening all the time, but we're not always paying attention to what's going yes. on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a runner does a lot for his body, but not too much for his mind. Okay? A basketball player or a football player or a basketball player is the same thing. They're learning techniques, and they're learning to shoot. And a golfer is the same thing. But when you do martial arts, you're not only making your mind and body work together, but what you're doing is you're learning skills that man learned a long, long time ago for survival, but because 
he doesn't have to hunt anymore. And because he can just go to the market and buy his food, he has lost that ability to chase an animal that he's wounded. Or because he is in great shape, he can run away from an animal that's threatening him. Uh, it's, 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 I mean, look, look at what's, what's really going on when we talk about self-defense with the shootings. Now, you can't really stand up to a gun with self-defense, but there are muggings and there are a lot of things. And every once in a while, there's a home invasion. Okay? When you are aware, you have the ability to make and I said it before and I'll say it again, crisis situations that may save your life or someone else's because it might come to the point where somebody has to depend on you. Okay? So you can't fall apart. Uh, there are there times in everyone's life when people look to you for guidance. And the stronger your mind the greater chance there is that you're going to come out of it without harm. Uh, Bob, is it is it time for us to reach out to the audience? It certainly is. And so okay. I just wanted to let everybody know that you're listening to In Perspective with Bob and Peter, of course, and our guest is Dana Yarbrough. He is a self-defense instructor. Ray, who do we have in waiting? Can you guys hear me? I can yep. hear you fine. We can okay, hear you. So we have. Um, I'm not sure where the person went. Um, if if you're listening, raise your hand again so that Ray. Can okay, here we go. You. Okay. Phone number in six three eight. You are up next. Six three eight. Yeah, this is me, Beth. Hi, Beth. Hey, um, <clears throat> hi. I wanted to ask Mr. Yarbo, um, where would a per person go about finding the sensei that would be willing to work with, with you, with a visually impaired person? Because it seems like not all people are, are willing to work with them, work with us. I live here in New Mexico. Okay. And I would love to learn self-defense, but uh, being a, a blind right. woman I'm, in, I'm, in my fifties, um, okay, you know, All right. I'm, <laughs> I, uh, I have another sensei, Shihan. Now, Shihan is a Japanese word for master teacher. I, that's in Iaido the sword. <laughs> my sensei or Shihan said to a group of his instructors, he never thought that he would be teaching sword to a blind person, which was me, okay? But he said, to, to, again, to his instructors, uh, I gave him a shot. And that's what I've been lucky with all my life the fact that people gave me a shot. Uh, 
any good instructor, if you walked into the door and you explain your situation, I would like to learn self-defense. I doubt very much they're going to turn you away. Whether you live in the North Pole or the South Pole. <laughs> okay. Okay. As a sensei, as a sensei, it is your job to teach and pass on a good way. And you don't look at color, don't look at age, and you don't look at a possible impairment. Disability, no. Okay. Right. Uh, your job is to impart knowledge. That's your job as a as a, as a sensei, if you take it serious. And uh, what I would do, it's, it's like going shopping. Walk into a dojo and listen. Okay? Because the things that you hear are the things that you're going to do. Okay? Uh, and, 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 and I'm saying that because uh, for a person that doesn't see well, if you see well, right. again, the same thing is what you see and what you hear is going to become part of you. If, if you feel it's not for you, then you shop around. You go into another dojo. Okay? Or dojo, dojo is a Japanese word for place of learning, the martial mm-hmm. arts. But what, what, again, and I, I, I don't. I don't like to say that there are bad teachers, but there are. But again, that's why I say, if you have to walk into two or three dojos, sit and listen. They'll let you watch or listen. And if you feel that that's what you want, or that this is what you can afford, give it a shot. What do you get to lose? Okay. Thank you, Beth. Thank you, Beth. Thank so, you. Um, next uh, up is Laura. Laura. Yeah, hi. Hi. Hi, Laura. Uh, hi. Hello. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Pleased to meet you. Uh, Good to meet you. Thank you. My two questions. The first one is, what is your three age again? What is my age? No, no. What is three, eight, another age for... Self-defense, like attitude. Oh, oh, the three A's. Oh, attitude. Mm-hmm. Altitude. Attitude, altitude. And, okay, my attitude, not my aptitude, determines my altitude. Oh, okay. Attitude, aptitude, and altitude. Okay. Right. Thank you. Attitude first. Attitude first. Mm-hmm. In other words, if I break it down, I don't need a college education, okay, to learn anything. The attitude drives okay. everything I, else. Yeah. That's right. If I have the right attitude, also, if you have the right attitude, mm-hmm. people are going to be right there for you. Right. They're going to be right there for you. And when that happens, you rise. 
What is aptitude? My attitude, not my no, aptitude, determines my altitude. Oh, okay, great. Thank you. And the second question is, my second question is, I gotta make it quick, um, is, uh, hmm, I had it in my mind now, it like disappeared. Well, anyway, oh yeah, <laughs> disappeared. Anyway, oh yeah, um, how many, uh, Oh, well, I'll raise my hand if I can't remember, if I remember the second question. If you, Nora, if you think of the question, raise your hand again. We'll have you ask it. Thank you for your comment. All right. Uh, Beth on iPhone, you are up next. Uh, The second Beth. Hi, Beth. That's right. Beth from Virginia Beach. Hi, everybody. Uh, Great presentation. And I wondered if you could explain, please, you were talking about as long as your mind is strong, you're probably going to get out of a situation. Um, at least you'll be better off. If if you if you get out yeah. of it, you're going to be a lot better off. How do you strengthen your mind? What are you referring to and how do you do that? Thank you. Okay. To the untrained person, okay, Everything that comes at you, you have to deal with. It doesn't make any difference what it is. Okay, it could be a job, could be a neighbor, could be uh, anything. Okay, I believe in love. Okay, everyone doesn't, but I do. Okay, I love this time of year out here in North Dartmouth, Massachusetts. Okay, I love warm weather. Okay, I love animals. Okay, I love people. Okay, and because of these things, I open my mind to nature and everything. When you open your mind, you receive. A lot of people, martial arts can be deep. But a lot of people don't understand that because you can't see something or because you can't touch something doesn't mean it's not there. When you open your mind, you receive. And if you are tranquil, you just get a good feeling over everything. Now, if you were to train with an open mind, you will receive that much more. And in, in, in training, it's repetition, and it's repetition, and then it's something new, and then it's repetition, and then until it becomes part of you and you develop body memory, like anything else, you develop body you- memory. How how do you Go remain ahead. tranquil if somebody's coming at you? You know how how do you how do you stay in that in that tranquil okay. frame one of, of the, mind? One of the first things that you don't do is panic, because like anything else, when you panic, you get nervous. You'll drop things. You you'll make a mistake. You'll you'll say the wrong thing. Self self defense is. 
Hello? Go ahead. Hang, hang on one. Okay, I got you. Uh, I lost you for a minute. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Self, self-defense is something coming at you. Okay? You're not being aggressive. You, when you are in, in well, everyone is in self-defense mode when you're relaxed. In other words, you're not worrying about this. You want, and all of a sudden, something happens. Somebody gets in your face. Somebody's threatening to hurt you. Okay. If you believe that they intend to hurt you and you can get away, that's what you should do. If you can't get away, all right, you don't panic, okay? Depending on whether or not you're a male or you're female, I mean, a, a female or a male, you need to go for vulnerable areas. It, it, it's difficult to explain yeah, know, I've read, I've, right I've, now. I've read a little but, bit about that. I, I know, okay, I know what, you're, but, what you're discussing there. Okay, but you cannot be squeamish because uh-huh. here's what you want to remember. It's a, it's a bad situation. They intend to hurt you. Now, if you're worrying about hurting them, you're in trouble. Yep. Okay. Again, uh, at the beginning of this, I talked about we have a motto. We train not to fight. But in self-defense, you have to stop someone from hurting you. And how do you do that? Like I said, you can stop someone, you can hurt someone, you can kill them. That option is yours depending on who you're dealing with. Uh when, when when it comes to martial arts, as 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 a teacher, I'm I'm used to giving examples. I'm I'm, I'm I uh, talk parables, and then I show. This is what you do. Okay, you move here. All right, you turn inside block. Right, you turn. It, there were three phases. Okay. First portion of self-defense is awareness. Okay. You want to be like the animals, like the tiger. The tiger doesn't think about its claws coming out. They just do. Okay. And you want to remember, you are part of nature. And in nature, in a lot of cases, strong survive or the cunning survive, okay? So you have to be one or two things. You have to be strong or you have to be cunning, okay? Because there are some small animals in nature that nobody messes with, okay? Because they either have toxic things on their body and they get spit out or whatever. And you have to be like that. But most of all, you know, you, you, you got to remember it's bad. Okay. But recognize it right in the beginning. Don't let it go on and on and on and say to yourself, well, I can reason with them and this and that. And then all of a sudden it turns bad. Then you say, gee, 
I should have taken off right in the beginning. I should have walked away in the beginning. That's what I mean by awareness. If you stay in a crisis situation long enough, you have to confront it. If you realize that right in the beginning this could turn bad, then you you, you have that chance to walk away. You have that chance to do, to do something. Yeah, what, what, what this reminds uh, what what this reminds me of uh, uh, as a I, I am far a self defense expert. I know nothing about it, but but what this reminds me of is the way you use your voice, right? Uh, with practice, you you can deescalate some situations, not many, but some yeah. by the by the way you use your voice. But exactly. In, but in order to be able to do that, you got to practice. Uh, you know, I, mean, I know, I know that sounds kind of obvious, but you, but that's why you, that's why we need people like you, so that we can go in and practice though that that skill. I mean, you know, if I were to go to to self defense, I would want to learn how to uh, some basic moves that I could use that might help me to protect myself physically. If if I got into a dicey situation, and I I couldn't leave, right? And my voice, the way yeah. I the way I I talked, uh, didn't you know, didn't, didn't, wasn't, wasn't going to work. Um, you know, that's what I would want to try. I want basic, some basic strategies to protect myself yep. and others. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to be Mr. Superman. That's not, that's not who I am. Yeah, well, go ahead. Uh, I, I, I've been training 50, 50 something years and I, will walk away from a fight in a minute. Mm-hmm. In a minute. I don't have anything to prove. I don't have any ego. Ego will get you hurt. Yep. Ego will make it so you want to prove something. Okay? As long as I've been training, and for a long time when I was real young, I used to go in competition. You know? But it wasn't to win or anything else. It was simply to try hard and see if I could not get hurt. Sounds crazy, but, you know, uh, ego ego is bad. Thinking that you're this or you're that and this and that, right? You know, you are what you are. And as time goes on, you can be proficient and still be cool. Okay? Uh, as 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 a teacher, I tell my students, be mushin, be nothing. Mushin means nothing. When you are nothing, you are everything. You don't have anything to prove. When you are nothing, there's always room for more. And when you are nothing, you are content. Uh, well, thank you very much, Bessa. We have about... Four or five minutes to go. Ray, do we have anybody else? There are no other hand at the moment. Wait, uh, right. Nora again. Nora again. She probably remembered her second question. Nora, did you remember your second question? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Um, what was that? Was that teaching somebody who's both legally blind or blind and deaf blind, one who can't hear at all? Okay, but you can feel. <laughs> yeah. Okay, 
Well, I've, I've, I've taught a lot of people. I want to try to make this quick. A lot of people in my uh, time training. And what, what I've told every, every student I've ever had is you get out of it what you put into it. If you try hard, you will succeed. If you try hard, things will come to you. Uh, when, when I first started, I, I started because I was losing my sight. And when I get older, what, what am I going to do? And being blind, you know, I could be praying. I could be really vulnerable. You know, what am I, what am I going to do? You know? Uh, and uh, I started. And I said, well, you know what? If I get in great shape, then at least I'll be able to run. <laughs> I'll be able to get away. Mm-hmm. And I found that by getting in decent shape, I was not not only able to get away, but if I had to stay, I could give a good, good account of myself. And that's what I tried to do. And... It worked, you know, and I'll tell you, I had a lot fewer confrontations in the 50 something years that I've been training that I ever did before I ever started training. I got more beefs before I started martial arts. After I started martial arts, uh, not that it was like walking around with a sign, don't mess with me, but I, I, I just learned so much that I just wasn't put in bad situations. Uh, I, 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 I thought about uh, not always being around people. There were times when I had to be self-sufficient and I said, well, you know what? I'm going to stay with this because it's working. Uh, it's, if, if it's what you want, try it. There, there, there are a lot of different systems out there. Uh, Taekwondo, Tongsido, Gojiro, uh, Kashi. I, it, 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 it's, it's like cars. You've got a lot of cars out there, but they all take you where you want to go. Martial arts is like that. Uh, the, 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 depending on... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish, finish your thought. Anyway, anyway, it's it's what you want out of life, and, that, and that's that's the way I look at it. What does anyone want out of life? Okay, you want to be happy. You you probably want to meet somebody, but most of all, you 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 want to be happy. Believe it or not, by mushin, by being nothing. You become happy. There's another Japanese word, and this is really, really important. Hey, Joshin. It's what everybody wants. Hey, Joshin. Everyone wants, no matter how much money they have, everyone wants peace of mind. Everyone wants peace of mind. And by training, you're giving yourself a big boost of achieving, hey, Joshin, peace of mind.
And excuse me, you, you can go out on the golf course. You can go on a golf course and get peace of mind. You can listen to music and get peace of mind. We uh, are out of time, unfortunately. I know that uh, we've covered no a lot of ground and a lot of. Sorry about that, Nora. If you want to ask Dana your question off the air, you feel free to do so. I just have to wrap it up. I want to thank Dana. I want to thank Dana and uh, Peter and Ray and our participants for another great edition of In Perspective. Dana, keep up the good work. You're offering a very, very vital and important service to everybody, helping to protect all of us in today's times. Yep. Next week, we have author Joe Elizabeth Pinto. She wrote a book called Raven, and she'll be on with us. Go safe with God's blessings, everybody. Have a great week. Take care. Thank you.